0: Go to athleticgreens.com forward slash live more to access a very special offer. They are giving my listeners five fantastic travel packs and one year supply of vitamin D free of charge with your first order. See all details at athleticgreens.com forward slash live more. Today's clip is from episode 149 of the podcast with the inspirational Joe Wicks. Now Joe's been inspiring people to get healthy for nearly a decade, and in this clip, he explains how he followed his passion against the odds, and why optimism, compassion, and healthy living are choices within everyone's reach. I've heard that you tried to do boot camp classes, and there was some times when no one would rock up. You love helping people. If no one turns up, you're going to keep rocking up day after day. And it's, it's, it's certainly not an overnight success, is it?
1: Yeah, I do think that every person that's mastered their craft or their art or what they're good at, there's always been a struggle. You know, there's always been a, a time where no one turned up, where no one was booking tickets to your concert or coming to your boot camp. But I never for one second thought, I'm going to give up now and go and work at Holmes Place or David Lloyd. Um, I just wanted to be my own you know, boss. I wanted to have my own business. When I posted my first Lean in 15 video, all my mates laughed at me, thought I was a plonker. Everyone was telling me to go back to my boot camps. YouTube, when I started that, no one subscribes, no one's doing your videos. What makes you keep filming them on your terrace, on your own with your camera and and uploading them? And now today, six million people a month do those workouts. That would never have happened unless I put in the work in the early days and I believed in myself. And for me... Honestly, my, my greatest achievement is, is Pee With Joe Lockdown and, and the growth of my YouTube channel because that's content that anyone anywhere in the world, whether you're living in the Philippines, India, South America, Australia, you can go onto that channel and do a workout completely for free and 6 million people a month are doing that. and And that's just because I've been so consistent and never gave up.
0: Yeah. I mean, what a message for anyone listening to this who is confused in their life and is trying to find where to go next and sort of even hearing you say that that you know your mates were laughing at you when you posted your first video mate who the hell do you think you are no one's going to like that sort of stuff but it's about having that belief isn't it you say you don't know where that comes from I mean is there anything in your childhoods if you think back is there anything do you feel that has given you that extra belief because not everyone will go the extra mile like you have.
1: My mum left home at 15, you know, she wasn't educated, she didn't get any GCSEs or A-levels. My dad's a roofer, you know, so I'm not from like an ambitious family of entrepreneurs. My mum had my brother Nick at 17, she had me when she was 19. And my dad throughout my whole life has battled through heroin addiction. He's clean today, which is amazing. And I suppose now as an adult and as a parent, I'm, I'm really focused on having a strong family unit And being present and being stable and being really kind of um, committed to my wife and my kids and being there for them. And I suppose I apply that to my business and my work. I just care about people. I think I've realised as I've grown up, I think maybe when I was younger, I was probably more selfish and not very optimistic and a little bit pessimistic. But now I've just trained myself to be positive and be optimistic in every situation and that's something you can really learn to do. And it feels so good when you realise you can be positive. You can live your life not moaning about things and not actually taking control. Because when you do that, when you realise you can react differently and you can see things positively, life is better and you can be so much happier. Um, so I don't know where it came from, but it's definitely something that's inside of me. And I love spreading that message. I love trying to encourage other people to live that way. Whether it's through meditation or exercise, whatever it may be, you can choose to live a healthier, happier life if you start making the right decisions.
0: I think. You, you said that, Joe, that when you realise you can react differently, that is really powerful, mate. Because that's been one of the biggest learnings for me in my journey into adulthood and as a parent is is just that it's when you know there's, there's, there's that space between the stressor and our response, there is a space. And in that space, we can choose what we do. You know, we, it may be hard sometimes, but we can choose. And it's like a revelation when you sort of get that and go, oh, I, I could react like that. I used to react like that, but now I'm going to choose to react differently. Joe, about a year and a half ago, I think I, I heard you say somewhere that you you don't think meditation is for you. You know, you you sort of it's not your thing or something like that. But then I know and I've heard your chat with Russell and it was brilliant. It was it was such a good listen. And he mentioned on that chat as he didn't he, that he thought meditation was gonna help you. Was that the trigger for you to try again? And what's happened since then?
1: So I tried like the Headspace app and the Calm app a couple of years back, you know, and it's like the seven day challenge or whatever. And I, I did about ten minutes of it and I I rang up my friend and said, look, I'm mindful that I cannot be mindful and I'm fine with it. I want to be busy. I like being busy. I'm good. And then I did the Russell Brand Under the Skin podcast and he said, Joe, you sound like a man. Your brain sounds like a brain that needs meditation. And he was like, look, I'm going to send you a link. Go and give it a go. It's a 20 minute guided meditation on YouTube, completely free. I sat there and I did it and I just felt so good. Like I've never connected with my breath. I've I've done yoga before, but I've always struggled with the the breathing and that kind of stuff. And it opened something up in my mind. It opened up this moment of space and like gratitude. And I said, I did an amazing, this is a true story. I did an amazing um, meditation on gratitude. And it said, think of something you're really grateful for. And all I could think about was my dad being alive. And I was thinking, why am I thinking that? Where's that thought come from? And I burst into tears because I realized how grateful I was that he didn't die. He didn't inject himself with heroin one day and he's flat and die. And that was really powerful. And I, I had this really wonderful feeling. I've never had that thought. I've always just thought he was a victim, but I had this, I kept thinking, You're a survivor. I'm proud of you. Like I'm so grateful. You've survived this. I got off the got off the meditation, I got got out of the 20-minute meditation. I rang him up and I told him that. And I told him how proud I was of him and like, what a weird thing to happen. I've never, that's never crossed my mind. But meditation brought me that calmness and that little bit of space in my head to think, you know, you can say this to your dad right now and you can mean it and it could be wonderful and it was just the most lovely conversation and he was so happy that I reached out and he's been trying to get me to meditate for years, my old man, because he's very much into yoga and meditation I've done some really deep meditations on gratitude and, and that's powerful. Like when you when you start to actually think positively about things, you realise that life's just all these experiences and you've got to be grateful for everything, you know, and, and yeah. you can learn from it. And one thing I'll say about my childhood is that my mum and dad always said, and my mum used to say all the time, Joe, I love you. Whatever you want to be, whether you're a dustman or a doctor, I'll love you just the same. And that's such an important message when you're a kid because I didn't have any pressure to be anything or anyone I just was going to be who I wanted to be and that was a lovely message and I keep I, I say it's India. now it's like whatever you want to be darling when you're older I'm gonna be so proud of you as long as you're happy and that's really what my mum and dad have said to me from a very young age even when I was like a seven eight year old boy
0: yeah powerful is it true that in your PE lessons you were the first out and you were trying to motivate and sort of gear and get everyone going
1: it's 100% true and the more i talk about that that experience the journalist the more it comes becomes clear that because when i was in school i was very disruptive i was I had a very short attention span so in maths english and science i would have annoyed you i would have distracted you I would have been leaning back on my chair, you know, being a clown. But when it came to PE, I loved it. I ran down there. I wanted to be straight on there, getting dressed. And, you know, when I when I was a kid, like and you're playing PE, you can't play football on your own, so you need a team. So I would be rounding up the kids saying, Come on, get your kit on and then there'd be people dragging their feet, going, That's not for me. They'd you know, they'd be more into their tech or their kind of creative stuff. But I still tried to get everyone to do their best and really encourage them to have a go at it and so I do I do think even then I was a little kind of personal trainer if you like um and rounding the kids up saying come on it's tennis time grab the kit let's go and I'd be running to the shed and picking things up because the quicker I got that lesson going the happier I was so if it dragged out and I only got a half an hour session I'd be upset so I I would really be trying to get everyone on the same page and that is quite ironic when you think that now I do that as a living but the whole P with Joe thing the lockdown workouts I was supposed to be a PE teacher. I just didn't have the patience. I went to work as a teaching assistant for a year. So I have come full circle. You know, I was a personal trainer, running boot camps, doing one to ones. Then I went on this UK tour. Then I've done PE with Joe. And I've come full circle. I'm doing what I always knew I was going to do, which was, you know, inspire kids to move and exercise.
0: Yeah, Joe, I tell you, that gives me tingles hearing that because it's like you were doing that probably at 10, 11, 12, whatever it was you were being the body coach at school. You strike me as someone who's who's living your life. You're not living the life that society expects of you or what other people may want you to do. You found your passion. It just so happens you're doing it on a global scale, but you could just as easily have not been doing it on a global scale. And I get the impression from you that if you were a PE teacher in a school helping 30 kids in PE class, I get of course we'll never know but I get the impression from you that you'd be happy and content doing that. Do you know what I mean?
1: I think so too. I really do. I I love being a personal trainer. I love doing boot camps, you know. I just kind of outgrew it in the sense that I wanted to reach more people and just by chance I got on Instagram and I started sharing videos and started sharing recipes and I I never had you have to understand like when I started sharing my videos on Instagram I did not think I was going to get approached by a book publisher to create books. I did not start my YouTube channel to do P with Joe and have eighty million views, and I I didn't do P with Joe to get an MBE. But when you're so driven and so passionate, you just do it. You don't know why. It's like an energy behind me just pushing me forward. Um, and and I've always had that. And I do, like you said, if I was if I wasn't the, if I wasn't successful as the personal trainer and the body coach, I, I probably would have gone into teaching. I probably would have been a school teacher, and I would have been very happy doing it.
0: Yeah. It's so lovely that because I think many of us in life, we're struggling, we're trying to live someone else's life. We're trying to do what we think we should do rather than actually what we're meant to do. And it's a very, very inspiring story. When I think of that energy, Joe, I'm sort of thinking, where does that come from? Because there must have been setbacks along the way.
1: I've got this energy inside me um, and I know I can inspire and motivate and I love it. I'm so driven by that. I'm so purpose-driven and a lot of people will look at me from a distance and think it's like this big marketing machine and it's all about YouTube views and book sales but that all came completely organically you know it was never intentional even this year with the fundraising I didn't plan on being a fundraiser I just love doing stuff with schools I love getting kids moving and I I needed to do those PE with Joe workouts to help people I just love working with school kids I love knowing that young kids are like going into their living room and choosing a YouTube workout and doing it on their own that's for me, is the ultimate win because it's like they're doing it off their own back. And I get a lot of messages from parents that say that. My my kid went upstairs with my laptop and I could hear banging. I thought they were rowing and they were doing one of your hip work they were doing mountain climbers or running on the spot. And that's such a lovely message because it's really what I'm trying to achieve. It's like independent... Um, desire to want to exercise for their own mental health so I just I just very much I focus on that I focus on what I'm good at and and that is inspiring you know young children and adults to move and feel good and smile and laugh and I'm going to try and do it as long as I possibly can.
0: I really hope you enjoyed that bite-sized clip. Do spread the love by sharing this episode with your friends and family. And if you want more, why not go back and listen to the original full conversation with my guest. Now, just a quick reminder, my brand new book, Happy Minds, Happy Life. 10 Simple Ways to Feel Great Every Day is available to order now. If you like my podcast, I really think you're going to enjoy this book. It contains loads of simple and practical strategies to help you look after your mind and enhance your mental well-being. This, in turn, is going to have a transformative impact on your happiness and your overall health. Now, I cover lots of different topics in the book, including how you can better deal with criticism, how to overcome a lack of motivation how to build better relationships, and ultimately, how to experience more joy in your life. So if that sounds of interest, please do pick up your very own copy. It is available as a paperback, as an ebook, but also as an audiobook, which I am narrating. All links to order on both sides of the Atlantic are in the episode description in your podcast app.